Welcome to another episode of the Crypto Marketing Show. My name is Ty Daniel Smith. With me, as always, is TJ Shedd and Crypto Kylie, Kylie Lowe. What's up? Uh, and today, we, <laughs> today we're discussing the similarities between marketing in the crypto space versus marketing in the cannabis space. Yeah. Um, so where do you guys want to start with this? Because there definitely is a lot of overlap between the two. Yeah, well, with the similarities, I think the number one that just jumps off right at everybody is it's they're they're both in a big federal gray area when it comes mm -hmm. to regulation as far as, uh, you know, blockchain and cryptocurrencies. It's a lot of ambiguity and, you know, just people don't really know. It's more ambiguous for crypto, I think, than cannabis. Cannabis is kind of. Well, cannabis is ambiguous in the sense that it's not federally legal, but yeah. it is on a state level. True. So that's why it's they can't places people people like Google, Facebook, they don't know if they can take money from them. They don't allow you to you know spend to boost posts and ads yeah. and all that kind of stuff because there's so much you know unclarity on the federal level. Even though states have been really clear about how they feel yeah. about it. So I think right off the bat, that's where that is. On a federal level, there's a lot of uncertainty on the, from regulations on, and like I'm the backlog of the effects too. People don't know if we do X, Y, and Z right now, if yeah. the regulation was to pass a year from now, are they going to retroactively take actions? Are they not? You know, so basically people are just scared to get too heavily involved because of the potential you know, downsides. Yeah. From a, from a marketing specific standpoint, it's the fact that you can't advertise on Facebook and Google right. and LinkedIn and the kind of traditional advertising methods. Right. Okay. And that's, yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't do the typical things that you would do. Yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, it, for both of them, it kind of favors uh, a brand that's willing to be a little bold. I think that's where I was kind of where I was going to take it. Because there is so much people don't know, it's, it favors people that are a little bit yeah. more high risk. Which I like. I mean, that's yeah. that's why we're in crypto. That's why we're in cannabis, because I, I like the high, high risk, high reward. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. There's a lot of crossover between these two spaces because it does attract people that ha have a high risk tolerance, that are willing to go big and, you know, hey, what if I next year something comes out, I have to shut down this whole business. It's all right. I'm going to start another one. Yeah. You know, like I'm willing to, to put myself out there and see what happens. So there is definitely a lot of crossover between the two spaces of, and they're also both probably two of the biggest emerging industries worldwide right now. I would agree with that. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe in just in the U S but probably worldwide cannabis and blockchain are probably two of the, I don't, my, my knowledge of cannabis outside the U S is very limited. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, the U S is a huge market that it's definitely coming to. Um, and I would say, yeah, those two industries probably have the most upside money that's going to be growing over the next 10 or 15 years other than, I mean, there's a couple other ones, but those are two of the big ones. Mm -hmm. And they attract a lot of the same kind of people uh, for a lot of similar reasons. Yeah. I mean, yeah, in general, they're just more willing to be sort of that early adopter tranche of, of, of consumers, I guess, uh, and take those risks. In terms of the numbers of the audience, in, in terms of... The, dem the demographic data, um, both are heavily skewed male. Mm -hmm. um, crypto, shocker. what? That's a shocker. I said shocker. All right, yeah. I, so I have the data in front of me. If you would guess, which is more male skewed, crypto or cannabis? Well, I know. I would I guess. Already looked at it. I would guess crypto. crypto. Yeah, I would guess. So you've got like percentage wise. I have percentage wise of uh, obviously both are are 
relatively new industry. So I'm the data curious. is relatively limited. Uh, so like it's a big difference, by the way. Between it's a the big two. difference. A big so difference. I would yeah. say like 80, 20 for crypto, 60, 20 for, or 60, 40. For Not crypto. totally off. So crypto, and this is both confirmed by our data mm-hmm. and by a study by Coindance, okay. um, which is like a, a crypto research uh, and statistics firm, um, 90% plus male for crypto. Okay. That's okay. And uh, according to Miner Co. I'm, you can I'm, experience that at most meetups too. <laughs> I, I, yeah, how many? Yeah. So we we put on a monthly meetup, and it's all it's all male. And then Kylie, and then Kylie, and me. <laughs> yeah. Um, and and I, then, hey, my mom came once. Wendy, That's true. Wendy came once. That's true. Um, and in terms of cannabis, it's sixty five percent male. Okay, so and, and it's growing more more female every year. So in in twenty, sorry, so this number is twenty eighteen. It's sixty five percent male. Um, was that thirty five percent female? And then in 2019, so far, it's been 38%. So it grew by 3%. Yeah, that's about right. That's kind of what I was saying, a 60-40. Yeah, and that's according to Miner & Co., which is a, a social data research firm. Hmm. Um, age-wise, what would you what would you guess? Who? What's the younger audience? The younger audience? All right, so all right, both of them yeah. are heavily skewed towards millennials. Mill- right. Millennials, which, which, which is considered 25 to 34 as yeah, of right which... now, age 25 to 34. Um, both of I them. I consider young. I mean, like they're not old, but like you don't think twenty five. They're, they're They're, they're millennials. That's, they're mid. Okay. Because millennials. You got Gen Y and Gen Z after them. So. Okay, for crypto, the crypto consumer, the people that have invested in crypto or are heavily involved in the crypto community, that's forty seven point nine five percent between the age of twenty five and thirty four. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's also from from CoinDance, the same study actually as the other one. Um, for cannabis, it's less, but it's still so millennials, twenty-five to thirty-four, is still the biggest age demographic, but it's only thirty-eight percent. Probably harder to track with cannabis too, because a lot more cash. So how do you how yeah. do you really nail that down? So technically, that's not cannabis consumers, and that they're consuming products like related to cannabis, but it's cannabis smokers. So it's a little different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's people that have, identi- yeah. have identified themselves as a survey as a as a user. Yeah. Uh, but so there's there, so there's almost in crypto there's almost no one that's in the sixty five plus range in crypto. There yeah. is some, but they're sort of like on the macro develop uh, investing yeah, yeah. level. Um, in cannabis, there is because you know cannabis has been around for I don't know how many years. Wow. Yeah, forever. <laughs> the planet. Forever. Yeah. Um, so let's discuss the similarities in how to reach them. Obviously, there's a lot of similarities with the, the audience demographics. So you would think it's pretty much the same in terms of how to reach them well yeah in the sense that you're tr- basically you're you're blocked out on social media so the only way the best way we found and well you're locked out on promoting on social media, right on like boosting your posts as far as yeah on you th- promoting on social media through the actual platform like facebook yes. or google or youtube that type of thing so but in both spaces you see a lot of people going direct to you know influencers creators to partner with them and work their brand organically into the content that they're already posting. And yeah. I, you see that across both cannabis and crypto. Yeah. Um, yeah. But the regulation for cannabis is, is really tough, especially because everything is statewide right. and federally it's illegal. So, so it's easier through, through social media is definitely a, a big one. Um, for crypto, Twitter is the biggest for mm-hmm. sure. And for cannabis, it's not, not, it's, it's, it's heavy on Twitter, but it's much more heavy on Instagram. Yeah. Definitely. Visual. Yeah. Cause it's yeah. much more visually. Mm-hmm. It's a bit more visual product for sure. Um, and yeah, in ge- everything go- about it is special, but yeah. <laughs> but, and, and, and to, to that point, if you are trying to grow an account like that on Instagram, you have to be really careful and sensitive. You can't, 
you can post pictures of, you know, like a crazy looking butt or things like that. But if you do that every single time, you're going to get on their list and you're going to start getting shadow banned and blocked and all that kind of stuff. So it's really, yeah, it's a, you have to be really careful of mixing in shots of product, shots of brand facts, you know, information just and and really mix it up and try to make it as useful as possible to your audience, obviously. Yeah. And another one is SEO, which I always push for crypto because, you know, it's a new industry. So it's easier to rank SEO is search engine optimization. Um, It's ranking higher on Google. So I always push crypto companies now to to get their content created now targeting, you know, high volume keywords that are low competition because they're not always going to be low competition. So if you can secure your, you know, first page spot now, It'll be way easier than doing it in the future. And the same goes for cannabis. Yeah, no, that's a great point for cannabis doing an article like top 20, you know, top up and coming brand cannabis brands for 2020. Yeah. And then include your own brand in there and then list out 10 other ones. Like there's probably not a lot of competition in that space right now, but I guarantee it's going to get searched the, a lot. The people that get in on that now are absolutely going to get the big reward from that. Right. And that's a, like you said, that's a long term investment too. you get it in there now and you're going to be getting returns on that all year and for yeah. years to come for organic traffic to your site. Yeah. So, I mean, do you guys have anything else to, to add? I think we touched on basically all the major points. Yeah, those are the big ones. Okay. So uh, let's wrap this up. Um, if you have any questions about marketing, join us on Slack. We're at coinbound.io slash join Slack. Uh, if you have any questions about crypto or cannabis marketing, we can, uh, we can help you out there. Um, or send us an email at info at coinbound.io. Uh, follow us on Twitter at coinbound underscore IO. Young Dumb Crypto is TJ. Kylie is Crypto Kylie, and I am Ty Daniel Smith. Um, And remember to rate, review, and recommend the podcast if you found the value in this. And that is all for today. Thanks, guys.